Well, good day to you. It's Joel with the King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Welcome to the Heart of Dating Podcast. Hey, it's Kate. I'm so glad you could join us this week as we try to entangle the ever so ambiguous world of dating as a Christian. Over here on Heart of Dating, we get real as we answer some tough questions and uncover transformative ways to approach Christian dating. Oh, and you better believe we have some laughs along the way because last time I checked, the struggle is hashtag real. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's get to the heart of the matter. Hey, hey, friends, it's Kate here, and you're listening to another awesome episode of the Heart of Dating podcast. Welcome! Now, I'm real excited to get into some major real talk today because y'all DM me with your questions about what the other gender is thinking all of the time. You also start these conversations in our private Facebook community, which is amazing. But because of that, I decided, you know what? I need to have a rad guy come on to help me tackle some of my biggest myths about men and women in dating. So, Today, we have a repeat podcast guest, Johan Kalilian, who was previously on our Men in the Me Too movement episode, as well as the masculinity episode. Now, before we dive into this rad conversation with Joe, I just want to share a few things with you. First of all, I know y'all are interested in talking about the topic of dating or else you wouldn't be listening to this podcast today. So I want to encourage you that if you want to keep the conversation going and meet other like-minded people who are also talking about this, come on over and join our private Facebook community. We have some stellar conversations and I have just been blown away by so many of our members. You can feel free to be vulnerable here, ask any questions, or just make new friends. Go on over to facebook.com forward slash heart of dating and first like our page and then click on the groups on the left-hand side and request to join our Heart of Dating podcast private community. Second thing is this. Did y'all know that reviews on iTunes are kind of like SEO for podcasters? I know it's strange, but it's really true. And because of that, that's why I always ask if you guys would be willing to write us a review. So if you wouldn't mind helping us, would you go on ahead and go down to the bottom of your iTunes page, rank us five stars and write us even just a short review. Anything will help. Here's one recently that I love from SpazAttack143. Absolutely love Kate and her heart she has for singles and relationships and dating. Her vulnerability and transparency are so, so beautiful and relatable. It makes me feel like I'm not alone in the situations I've been in. Thank you so much for your yes to the father. Love you, girl, and love what you do. Also, hashtag Celine forever. I'm just going to go ahead and assume this is a girlfriend and girlfriend. I already know that I love you. So thank you so much for that awesome review. All right, today I brought on my epic dude friend, Johan Kalilian. He is a youth motivational speaker, a coach, and an author, and he uses his life story to help people of all ages believe in the power of their dreams and the impact their life can make in the world around them. Now, here's the thing. He is a good friend of mine. So y'all, we just got right on into this conversation and had so much fun. We talk about things like how can guys pursue girls and how do they combat rejection if it happens over and over? Can men and women really be friends? Is it too much for women to put themselves out there? 
How can girls show guys that they're interested? What about emotional love tank filling? We even go into attraction and why that's important, but also has to be balanced. So friends, we go straight on in, and this conversation is fun, but packed with tons of nuggies, as Johan says at the end. I can't wait for y'all to hear it, and do me a favor. If you like what you hear today, go ahead and share it with a friend who also needs to hear this. All right, y'all, let's do it. Johan Kalilian. I love that. Your last name is the coolest. Yo, yo, yo. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Kalili, Kalili, Kalili. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good to be in the house. Are you just so pumped? I know you're pumped. I'm so pumped. You made me brownies. (laughs) Candles are rolling right now. Oh my gosh, you're making it sound like we're on a romantic romantic up in this. This is how you really take someone on a date. Just invite them. This is how you drop the hanky, everybody. Do you want to be on my podcast? 21st century style. You test them out, see what their mind looks like, right? (laughs) Do you want to come on my Insta stories? Right. <laughs> wow. That'd <laughs> be so weird. commitment. <laughs> right. <laughs> want to come on everybody. my live? This is my friend on my Insta stories. <laughs> People would just swipe out be like, forget it. <laughs> Not for me. They'd be like, who's this guy? <laughs> so, Johan, you've been on before. So this is your second time on. Yeah. This is a fun time. You this had is going to be a little bit more lighthearted than last time. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had a serious convo the last time. Two-part episode. That was a really good talk. We talked about men in the Me Too movement and masculinity. I love those topics. So. I'm the most masculine person. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What does that mean? Please. I'm so masculine. <laughs> oh, God. If anyone says that to you, just say goodbye. Before the end of this interview, my shirt will break. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. We got Clark Kent in the house over here, everybody. Oh, gosh. That's how you know someone's real masculine. (laughs) Yes, it's exact exact proof of masculinity right there. I like exactly. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I want to dive right on in because today we're going to talk about all the things that guys are thinking and girls are thinking. And a lot of these questions are things that people ask me all the time or just their concerns about men or vice versa. <laughs> so I was like, we got to do a joint episode with a man because hey, I can't just debunk it the myself. The most masculine man <laughs> on earth. Oh, man. Everyone, he is joking. <laughs> if I had to clarify. Um, but I'm super pumped to just chat through these things because – we need this encouragement and to be somewhat lighthearted on this stuff because let's face it, we make da- dating really serious oh and that's too part serious. of the issue, <laughs> especially serious. as Christians. People taking themselves too serious out here. <laughs> yes. Okay. So I want, I want to start with like guys pursuing women and then I kind of want to switch it from the women's side and women kind of putting themselves out there. But okay. So guys pursuing women, you are a man. Obviously we've established the that. The most <laughs> masculine <laughs> man. Wow. Just again and again, just with it. It's going to be the running thing, right? Guys get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So how do we, how do you actually date within the, okay. Dating in community. It's a thing, right? Um, is it? Yes, it <laughs> is, is a thing. thing? Well, it's, it's a just thing. A big old thing now. It's a thing okay. that happens and we can't fully avoid it. I mean, people want to, but I don't think it's bad to date in community. So how do you as a guy, especially, because I think guys have gotten a bit worn down <clears throat> by asking women out in the church and then getting a bad name for themselves for whatever reason, how do you become not become the guy that just is asking everybody out at church? Well, I mean, <laughs> if you can get a whole bunch of dates at church or anywhere, first I'm going to say <laughs> congratulations. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's no easy thing. Like, why yeah. would you be ashamed of that, first of all? I agree. Actually. It's like, now, because if you, obviously, if you get 10 different girls that you're dating in the same week, that's different, mm. right? It's like, okay, oh, yeah. like, what's totally going on? Yeah. 10 girls, there's only seven days in the week. You're working overtime. <laughs> like, some things are happening right here. Yeah. Um. So that's one mm. thing. Like, first, celebrate the accomplishment. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, I guess a portion of it is, to me, there's a question beneath the question. And part of it is people are really concerned about guarding the perception of themselves. Mm. And it's that. It's like, how do I guard mm. this perception of me? Because to me, it's like this. So let's say, and so we'll use the number 10. Okay. Cause just because it's yes. an easy number. Why not? So you go to church, you've dated 10 girls. Mm. Do all those 10 girls have something good to say about you? Because then it's like, Yo, those those are great commercials. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Letters you have advertisements of like yeah. how awesome you are just because it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Like, why does that automatically have to be sort of like a, a an ugly mark on your record? Yes, I think the big thing is us asking ourselves when we end something: Did we end it well? Did yeah. we end it honorably? Mm-hmm. Or did we end it in a way where we have to do stuff like? Don't tell anybody what happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. because we don't want to know, we don't want people to know yes, that we're jerks. Exactly. Right? I think women have a, a responsibility on that end too, because if we're being real with ourselves, sometimes I think women talk badly about guys and they're part of this issue. Why guys get a bad name at church is because sometimes <clears throat> guys are asking you out and then it turns out the guy might not be romantically interested in you. Mm-hmm. And you take it so personally that you have to go tell your girlfriends that he's a bad guy. Right. Even though it just might mean like, hey, he's not the guy for you. Right. You know, and and even let's say he does mess up and he's not, well, not like royally mess up, but I mean, <laughs> he doesn't communicate the greatest. It still doesn't mean like you need to defame him to every other girl or that your girlfriends can't date him. You right. know what I mean? Because we have to be real with ourselves with, is it a real, true, deep heart issue? Or is it just a person being a human who's not the right human for you? Yeah. I mean, and here's the thing. So, cause I think this, what happens is we start to see our brand of Christianity, mm. right? Like whether or not we really are in tune with, we're supposed to be also brothers and sisters, right? Yeah. So we throw that term around Yeah. and what do brothers and sisters do? They look out for one another. Yeah. So just because... <laughs> this specific relationship didn't work out, why can't you just then say, yeah, it it didn't work out because you know what? This is my brother. This is my sister. And like, I'm going to treat him as that. Exactly. It's not about this personal rejection. Mm -hmm. That means something that I'm, there's something wrong with me. There's something wrong with this person. It's just like, you know what? We're not a good fit. Yeah. I actually have a friend who does a great job of like going out on dates. And then when it doesn't work out, he'll be like, Hey, I have a friend that Mm. may be a better fit. I love that. Right? Because I'm saying like that type of stuff is possible where it's not rooted in ego, but it's actually being concerned with the person that you're across from saying, hey, I Mm -hmm. want you to find love. Yeah. And then the people that when you talk about community, the people that are in my life, I want them to find love. So why not, you know, move away from making this about me and move into this is about the other people that are in my life. Exactly. Because that's what the thing about rejection is that I say this a lot, but every no is one step closer to your forever. Yes. Okay. And, but it's true. Like every no doesn't mean you're not worthy or that God doesn't have a good plan for you or that you're unlovable or you're not going to meet someone. It doesn't mean that at all. It just means that wasn't the best fit for you and that's okay. And we don't have to like try to make everybody the best fit for us. Mm -hmm. It's just, sometimes it's just 
not the best fit for us. Right. And that's actually a good thing to know now versus exactly. especially investing, especially getting further along. Cause we're talking about the beginning here, right? Just like dating the first, like I, uh, break down dating into three stages, but this is like stage one dating. You're just getting mm-hmm. to know someone, you know, you're like going on a few dates with them. Yeah. That's it. And that should be, you should be able to do that. Cause I think the other part of it is what we're talking about too is, and I think we've talked about this before. Yeah. It's <clears throat> the Christian community is so full of gossip and rumors. And like, if we're supposed to be people who edify one another, who encourage mm-hmm. one another and who are people of grace, then it's like, why, why do we make this such a big deal? Yeah. Right. If if it isn't because I'm saying like, I would I would go out on a limb and suggest or even say mm-hmm. that it's probably if you're dating, if you dated 10 people like you, you aren't a monster, like you didn't do anything monstrous. Yeah. So why does it have to be this thing that we shun and talk bad about and gossip mm-hmm. and not be people of grace who say, hey, like, it's OK. You're on the path to finding love. And sometimes that's a little bit messy. Sometimes yeah. you, you fail. Sometimes you don't make the best choices, even if it isn't, like I said, even if it isn't spotless, even if your record is like there's times where you do things that mm. you aren't proud of. I think the big thing is like owning up to it. Exactly. And, and so good. having a community that can say, hey, we come alongside you. We understand the path that you're on. You're trying to find mm. somebody that you love. You're going to make decisions sometimes that aren't threat- that great, but we're with you as long as obviously you're not trying to cover it up, because I think that's what we start to create. Yeah. Is we create a community where somebody is going to go out with 10 people. And then they're not going to say anything about it because mm-hmm. they're really concerned about the perception instead yeah, of owning up to it. That's true. Okay. So what if for guys, you know, typically guys are the ones asking women out, um, you know, and so there's a more risk of being rejected from a girl just saying no. And I've heard a lot from guys just that they're just worn down from women saying no to them consistently. <laughs> that just sounds so funny. <laughs> they're just like, I'm just yeah. so tired. <laughs> They keep saying no to me. I just can't um, do hey it. Man, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, my guy. I hear you. But like, yeah, what, what's your encouragement? What did they do? How do you battle even the lies of rejection? Um, because I talk to women about this a lot, especially with rejection. It's a real thing. It, you know, comes to tell us that we're not worthy, that we're not good, we're not lovable, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But what do you what do you have for the guys out there? For the guys that are so tired of being <laughs> rejected. Yeah. Oh man. I mean that is kind of like it's one of those, oh I know. Oh buddy. <laughs> Sorry that you're going through that. And and I guess so joking aside, obviously, right? Mm. Um like we all have that fear. So no matter what we've been through, it's if I put myself out there and somebody says no, again, it's like, what does that say about me? Mm. And there, it would be wonderful if we found ways as men. And for me, it's not even it's not even just about as men. It's as humans. Mm-hmm. If we could detach our ego from the no, mm. from from the thing that we perceive as rejection mm. and and just step into the fact that hey, I put myself out there, you know, I I acted courageously Mm. and it didn't work out. Now, obviously, if it happens 25 times in a row, there's there's room for, I mean, you can take that in so many different directions Mm. because I think, so part of it could be like, hey, maybe there's some feedback that I can get, Mm. right? And I wonder how many guys are willing to be like, let me go ask that girl what like, why? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. hey, because I think, like, for I will say also that that's a tough thing to put people in that position. Yeah, because you know, 
sometimes we're like, well, you're just not that attractive. And I mean, <laughs> like, you don't want to hear that, right? Oh, like, God. that's one of the things that I think we're afraid of, right? Is like, am I ugly? Like, is that the thing? <laughs> oh, right? And I think yeah, we all, we all want to yeah. preserve that. But obviously, mm. that is a factor, mm. you know? Um, <laughs> and it could be everything from like, you, obviously, you, you correct me if I'm wrong. But sometimes women will say no because like, you don't have a great job, buddy. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? Actually, like, you know what I'm saying? True. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, it could be he's a good looking dude who like is couch surfing at the moment. And the reason why you said no is like, you don't have a, a job. J-O-B. I don't see security. Yeah. yeah. You know, I've heard people say no to guys because they don't, they're, they're hygiene. Mm. Like, so I'm saying this is not a joke. <laughs> like this, this actually a friend of mine, um, he first pursued a, a girl who is now his wife. Mm. And she told him, she was like, you know what? Like, you don't have the greatest B.O. <laughs> and it was because he, sorry. like, here's the thing, right? I'm super sensitive to that, so honestly. Here, so, so I get is, it. Right, so people struggle with that. And now yeah. for him, it was something that where, he, you know, he would go play sports. And, like, he just kind of had that guy perspective that some guys have. Not me. I shower twice a day. <laughs> <laughs> where he's like, no, yeah, like, this is just the way that I am. And I go play ball. And then I hang out. And I don't shower until, like, you know two in the morning or something. And obviously that's not when he would see her. So she was like, she gave him that little piece of feedback. He dealt with it. Now he dealt with some other things too, (laughs) but they're married. Yeah. You know? So the feedback is, is a great place for guys who say Mm -hmm. that they're exhausted. I'm like, well, have you opened yourself up to some feedback to figure out, well, what's going on now? Obviously if someone tells you, you're just not my cup of tea when it comes to physical attraction, I don't think you want to go get the plastic surgery to, to change <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, you but don't need I to think, change that. Yeah, because yeah, I think that's just a matter of meeting somebody who finds you attractive. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the majority of our worry as people mm. is, am I, am I really good looking? Am I attractive? Will the, you know, the opposite sex want to be with me? Mm. And if I find out that I'm not good looking, then it's hopeless. Mm. Like, I think that's the thing that we don't want to hear. Yeah. Well, I get that as a woman. I think we really struggle with body image or what we look like in comparison. And I mean, when girls get dressed up, let me be real. It's not for the guy. It's because we're dressing up because (laughs) we're dressing up to see what all the other girls are looking at. And the guys don't even really notice that much, right? I mean, I do. Okay. Well, yes, you are a rare breed. You like fashion. But most girls, it's like, oh, because we're dressing up because we want to look better than the other girls. And we want to... It's just a true thing. Not maybe it's probably a little generalized, but it's it, it's kind of true because <laughs> guys like don't they can't tell you what shade of lipstick all the girls are wearing. They're like, no, what? yeah, that's Pink? true. <laughs> we just know. Does it look good? <laughs> like, you look good, yeah. but they couldn't tell you if like last week you were wearing red and this week you're wearing, you know, a soft pink. They're like, I don't know. <laughs> it's like you look pretty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, um, but yeah, that is something, and that kind of gets into another layer of like attraction. And I do believe, you know, obviously being attracted to someone is so important. And as Christians, we do need to be attracted to the person we are with. Um, but I also kind of grown into knowing that, um, you want to be attracted to, this is my litmus test. I'm just going to go here. Mm -hmm. Go for it. Go for it. Cause I used to only date people that were like my quote unquote, very specific type. And then I kind of went on a journey of testing, not dating someone who was my type because most of that was just physical stuff. And I was like, well, what matters more to me is yes, attraction is important, but all the other character qualities and heart stuff is more important to me. Mm -hmm. And so what I usually say to people now is if you can look at someone and say like, are they objectively attractive to you? and you can say yes, then I would say, go on a date with them. Yeah. 
if you truly are just like, no, objectively, this person to me is not attractive, then well, yeah, don't well, go That's out interesting that you would say objectively. Mm-hmm. So what is, how do you define that? Well, because if you can look at them and you're like, they're like for a man, like, are they handsome? Do you mm-hmm. th- find them handsome? Whether or not I'm like, ooh, he's super hot or something like that. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like that is such a subjective thing that it's interesting. That's why when you when you say objectively, mm-hmm. are there markers that are just beyond your definition to be like, okay, this guy is objectively handsome? Because I feel like that's actually a much smaller group of people, somebody who's objectively handsome as opposed to subjectively. Because you can find something mm-hmm. that's good looking about someone but they're not objectively handsome. You know what I mean? I guess so. Hmm. You know me, I'm, I'm breaking down <laughs> like, terms and words. Okay, well, like, whatever it <laughs> yeah, is, like, what are you talking about? You know what's objectively. Picking apart my words. <laughs> I'm like, uh, let me dictionary. <laughs> Google it. But do you know what I'm saying? getting at, right? Yeah. Whether it's subjectively or should I use subjectively? I would no. say, I mean, I, I think that leaves more room. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Like, is there a subjective piece of attraction that you can pull out of yes and i usually say if you can say yes then for yourself then i would go out with them just to give it a shot um and i will say this mm -hmm. though i feel like women are better than that at that than men yeah i I feel like you you as a group can find something to be like you know what i like this about him whereas Mm -hmm. guys i feel like we're so one-dimensional yeah right it's like "Mm." Is she good looking? <laughs> you know what I mean? Is she beautiful? Is she pretty? And and it's yeah. like if we don't have that, it's hard for us to move on. I know. And that's a, that's what's tough. It's like I do encourage people like allow yourself to be open-minded. It's – I don't know. I'm not a man, right? Obviously, so I don't know what it's like. Breaking news. <laughs> Everybody, I am a woman. Okay. You aren't the most masculine man. <laughs> in the world on the show. Um, but I just mean that some level of attraction is more than just the physical appearance of looking at a person. There's right. so much more that you become attracted to about the person than just like their straight up appearance. And that's all. Yeah. I mean, 100%. I guess I've always asked the question of like, why are women so much better at that than men? Mm. I think as, a, as, and I, I, I like to avoid blanket statements, but I feel like this is something that I've found to be true yeah. is I feel like more women are willing to be with somebody who you look at it from the outside and you're like, really? Mm. Like, is yeah. that, is that, is that a couple right there? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause you're like, she's more attractive than he is. Yeah. And like, do you have an answer for that? Like why girls are a little bit more prone to that? Uh, I do think that it's, there were more in, so at least for me, I can speak to, if I can become emotionally attracted to the person, I don't, I've, you know, gone out with guys who on paper are extremely, extremely good looking, you know, mm-hmm. and, but I'm not emotionally attracted to them in the way of we're not connecting on that level where I feel like my heart connects with their heart. So mm-hmm. to me, then it beca- we can't have deep conversations or spiritually I'm not connected to them in any way. So I'm like... Yeah. It just, I could talk to someone who's extremely attractive and it doesn't mean anything to me if I don't have those other elements there. Like, I won't want to kiss them, to be honest, unless yeah. those other so elements are there. So you're like, they could there. be hot. Yeah. But you won't want to kiss them because they're vapid. <laughs> what you're is like, this word? Just empty. Okay. <laughs> Dictionary.com, please. Objective. Okay. No, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> no. But I think that, I think that's for women. I think that that happens a lot. I would like to see more men attempt to do that. I mean, so here's the thing. And so I've tried that Mm -hmm. where I'm like, okay, you know what? I am not physically attracted to her at first glance. Mm. 
And then I'm like, I want to, I want to find other ways to be attracted to her. And, um, there's been times where I'm like, oh, like the, I can find, mm. I can find other aspects of her that I think are beautiful. And then there's other times where I'm like, ah, I really need, I really need to feel some sort of physical draw. Cause I think that's the thing for me is like, yeah. it, I, I would say the opposite is I don't want to kiss her. Cause I'm like, I don't like, I'm just not physically attracted. Now, mind you, I've also been with pretty girls where I'm like, um, like I don't there feel aren't the other right. Elements. Cause yeah. it's, it's that thing too, where I'm like, she's beautiful but I don't want to be around her. Like, I don't like yeah. talking to her. I don't. So there's those components too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting to see that. I think for us as guys, our being attracted to someone physically is usually a very important piece of the puzzle for us. If any guy says that's not true for them, they're they're most likely lying. Yeah, I mean, I can agree with that. Yeah. And so I will say this at the same time, because like, let's not act like women don't have superficial ideals as well what? right so i'm just gonna throw this out there real quick <laughs> how tall are you five seven so you're five Ish. seven <laughs> would you date a dude who was five foot one <gasps> <laughs> that you cannot put me on the spot like that put her on blast <laughs> okay but i've dated people that are like five six we're not five, talking seven. about that <laughs> we're talking about five foot one I don't. I don't know. No, no, you do know. Don't try to. Don't try to be politically correct to your five foot one dude viewers. I mean, listeners. Okay. I don't. Yeah. I guess I wouldn't. I'm, yeah, and I hear that from a lot of women. Mm. Right. It's like where they draw the physical line is, mm. and some women have said it's because of like they want to feel protected and mm. you know. And look, a five one dude can he might know you you know jujitsu and like yeah. he may be an MMA fighter. He could do his thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but there's that thing. Yeah. There's that, again, we all have. And it's true. Yeah. So, so that's the thing is, even though I, like I want to be honest as a guy to be like, sometimes there's physical traits that are important. Mm-hmm. And I think what happens as guys is that you know people we feel villainized because like you're not supposed to be that way. Mm-hmm. But I think it's okay for all of us to say, hey. Here's here's a physical thing that we're looking for. So in the same thing, there's nothing wrong with a woman who says, here's here's my preference. Yes, it's so, a preference. Now, right, same yeah. thing. Here's another. It's a physical attribute. Like, I've asked women if a dude had a, a, a very high, super high-pitched voice. I would be okay with it. Okay. you No, yes. some women would be like, no, I can't. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, um, hello, Kate. <laughs> I just want to, I really want to pursue you. And I think you're very beautiful. So in the image of God, you're made in the image of God. And that's not even that high. That's, that's like, not I feel that like high. It's, it's, it's more kind of like nerdy, right? I would would be you date that, that guy? Yes, yes. He's like, Celine Dion is my favorite, my absolute favorite. I've got us Sold. front row tickets. Sold. Sign me up. Where's the, re- where's the wedding ring? Is. I'm ready. You're looking real beautiful. Here's some I roses. <laughs> See, you can't. It just took a little bit. <laughs> no, 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 I no, would. Like, I would no, no, like, no, like, no, 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 I love you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> but I let's get married. <laughs> I'm waiting for this like, day. Forever. I may date him, but I don't know if I can marry him. <laughs> oh, man. I just want to go to the Celine yeah. Dion concert. Right, let's exactly. Be real. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just kidding. So that's been another thing that a lot of yeah. women would be like, oh, you know, even something like a voice is important. Yeah. 
So I think the point is to, I think overall to keep an open mind in some ways and not like, cause like what you just said is preferences versus non-negotiables. And there's a level of like, and you can go on a date with someone and maybe they don't have your exact preference up front, but Mm -hmm. I think that do they have the character qualities you're looking for? Um, I'm, we're just talking about the beginning of dating. I'm not saying like, (laughs) you know, go out and, you know, pursue six to eight months dating with a person you're not attracted to at all, you know? And so it's just keep an open mind in that way. I think for women and for men, we can do a better job of kind of challenging ourselves. We can all be better, y'all. <laughs> okay, so something else. Gosh, we're getting in here. But emotional love tank filling. Uh-oh. Okay. Now, this term is <laughs> a real is, thing. And yes. I remember a few years ago, my mentor sat me down and she's like, you know what this is called, Kate? Because I was telling her about situations with men I was, you know, encountering. And she goes, you know that this is emotional love tank filling. And I was like, what is that? Yeah. And she's like, it's basically when someone's emotional love tank is empty. And you know, this does happen in some cases with men, because let's be real, women have tons of, you know, emotional conversations with one another very Mm -hmm. consistently. We're like on the couch hugging and having girl time and having these intimate conversations and we're getting our emotional love, you know, guys don't always have those same kinds of conversations (laughs) or in the, the, with each other. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So when a woman is like willing to give you emotional love. Sometimes guys don't even knowingly, um, they don't knowingly necessarily do it, but they're like, that feels nice. This feels good to have this emotional love or to feel affirmed in these ways by a woman. Um, And so this is, it's a stigma. I mean, also women do this to guys. It's not a guy's doing Mm -hmm. a girl thing, but have have you been guilty? (laughs) First of all, I've been guilty of everything. So let's get that, let's get out the, let's get that out the way. Okay. (laughs) Um, So what, do you have like a one sentence definition of like, when you talk about emotional love tank feeling? Yeah. What is that? You are seeking emotional love for the person from a person without any intention of dating them in any regard. Okay. So you're talking about both parties. Like, so if as a woman, she's, she's really seeking this person to fill aspects Mm -hmm. of her emotional love life without it being. Without ever thinking that she'll ever date him seriously. Okay. Um, And then from a guy perspective, it's like the guy's doing that to her her. without ever wanting. Yeah. And it's confusing. What happens is it's misleading. You know, I've had a guy, I've had guys in the past and I'm not going to lie. I have definitely done this because it feels good. The affirmation feels good. The validation feels good. Having those kind of flirty conversations feel good. But I've had guys that I've clearly been interested in who have been like, no, I just like you as a friend. Yeah. But then continually talk to me like we're more than friends. But here, but here, okay. So I guess that's the thing is, so have I been guilty? Have I been accused? (laughs) Yes. Um, Have I been guilty? Yes. Um, and I think it's a fine line, right? Yeah. Because I think there's times where being a nice person, mm-hmm. being kind to women is sometimes like, oh, you're being this person who's like filling up my emotional love tank and you have no yeah. desire to like pursue me romantically. Mm-hmm. So to me, part of it is rooted in, you know what's the heart like am i trying yeah. to manipulate you am i trying to like get you to like me and i don't like you back no i've never i've never done that mm. you know what i mean but i've been really kind to women that mm. i'm not interested in have i like told them that they were beautiful mm. or if i right like those things yes and um 
I honestly don't think there's anything wrong with that. Like even to, so, part of what I had to figure out, and this began when I was a Christian. When I I be, you know I I became a Christian when I was twenty, mm-hmm. and then I realized early on that this was a thing. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like wait, but you act like you like me, and I was like, what? I'm just I'm trying to be nice, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know what I, mean? I like that you're distinguishing this because it's true. Yeah, yeah, women can criticize guys of this without it always having that intention on the guy's end. Yeah, and so. Now, mind you, I think we all have to be mindful, right? So I'm not mm-hmm. saying, hey, I have no role to play. Mm-hmm. I am saying I definitely have a role to play. Mm-hmm. And I think, but when that happens is, so uh, let me go back to early on, it was like, you know, girls would say, you're leading me on, you're doing this, you're mm-hmm. doing that. And I was like, how? And then, you know, we talk about what's well, because you, you know, everything from like, you look in my eyes when you talk to me <laughs> and I'm like, oh, word, like that's a... <laughs> That's that's I, I misleading. Didn't know I wasn't, I <laughs> like was I thought you were supposed, supposed to. Yeah, to do that. I thought I okay. So I'm supposed to work, look at the wall, right? Okay. And then and then there's been stuff like you respond mm. to my text after 10 p.m. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, or you told me I, I looked pretty one day, and I'm like, I thought those things were okay to say, mm. right? So now I went from that and hearing that to be like, you know what? I'm like, if there's a girl that I'm not interested in, I'm not gonna be nice to her. I'm not gonna like. And mm. then it was like, then it was, you're a jerk. You know what I mean? Like, you're really not nice. You're, and I was like, man, I don't like the way that feels either. Yeah. You know? So then I'm like, I've been on both sides. Now mm. I'm like, hey, I'm going to be kind. I'm, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to look people in their eyes. If they respond, yeah. if they send me a text at 10 p.m., I'm going to respond to it if I'm available. Mm. And then if we have the conversation, mm. right, if I'm sensing it or if she brings it up, then we can have the conversation to be like, hey. All that stuff was, it's not coming from a bad place. It's not coming from a malicious place. Like, I really, I just value you. Yeah. And, and I I wish there was more of that. Where we could have that open dialogue. Yeah. Because that's, we're creating stories and assumptions. And if it's not okay for you, if the way they're talking to you is misleading you, then just let them know that. See, but I- and that's the yeah. like, it's like, okay, well, I, I really appreciate that you're just being nice. I'm taking it as if you like me. Exactly. So I need to let you know that, you know, and we just, that's the kind of conversation we can have. And I think on the flip side for people who are doing it, um, like doing the emotional love tank filling, like we just have to check in with our intention, you right. know, because it can go from, I'm just being nice to, oh, I actually kind of like that. I think this person wants to talk to me very quickly, of you course. know, like we can kind of, so I'm like, and that's something I've personally had to keep accountable to with people over the years of like, I don't need to be talking to all of these guy friends individually because I don't know if they fully just like me as a girlfriend, you, you know, go. and my intention, I real, I've had to check in, like, is my intention really because I genuinely am talking to them as a friend or because I like the fact that they give me a lot of attention? What is my intention behind that? Right. And I mean, ultimately, only you know the answer to yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that's what we just have to do a better job of and communicate it. Well, but so that's the thing. So what you're saying is we have to do a better job of having mature conversations where <laughs> we are self-aware and yes. we're able to check in without it being this, you know, over the top thing. It right. doesn't have to be a big deal. We just kind of check in and be like, hey, where are you at? Here's where I'm feeling. Exactly. And, then, and we get on the same page and then we can be kind to one another. And like, I, so like if one of the parties needs to create some sort of boundary, they can do that. It's mm-hmm. like, don't text me after 10 p.m. Because then that, here's what it makes me think or feel, you know. Right. Or you just don't respond. 
Yeah, too. exactly. Like, don't after, Create like, a boundary. Yeah. The thing with boundaries is that I always empower people. If someone is treating you that way or you're feeling that, well, you've trained them that that's okay. So, right. you know, this applies to so many areas of our life. If you don't want to, that person to be okay if with doing those things, then train them differently. <laughs> like, right, honestly, exactly. then don't respond to their text right away. Right. Um, you know, if they are messaging you all throughout the day, just, and you can't talk to that person that frequently, then don't respond as frequently because you're busy. Exactly. You know, if every time they text you and you immediately respond, you're training them that that's okay and that you'll always be available to them. Right. So create different boundaries with those people. 100%. Friends, I want to take a quick pause in today's episode to tell you about something I am so excited about. I just want to say that I know the struggle is real with dating in our current culture. It can be murking and confusing and sometimes just so frustrating. Do you ever feel like you have no idea what you're doing or that you keep trying and failing or that you just don't know how to handle hard situations or conversations with people? Or maybe you just feel stuck in a dating wasteland with no good potentials. Whew, I get it and I have felt a ton of those exact same things. Now a huge issue when it comes to dating is that we don't have a ton of great resources out there for guidance. The Bible doesn't talk about dating because it didn't exist at the time. And now today about 50% of the church in the US is single and even that number is growing. So the problem is that we need resources. I get it. I get all your frustrating feelings. So I have made it a goal of mine to research and talk to pastors and watch videos and read as many books as I can just so that I can be equipped to do this podcast as well as go into my own dating life with the best and sharpest possible tools. And I have exciting news today. I have compiled all of my favorite dating resources and created a free resource guide for you so you don't have to scour for all the best things to read or watch anymore. It is called The Seven Resources to Change the Dating Game. I truly believe that this guide will help you navigate this journey with clarity and intention. It is going to help you to sharpen the tools in your toolbox and get out there and date amazingly. You can grab this free resource by visiting heartofdating.com forward slash seven resources. That is heartofdating.com forward slash seven resources. I am so excited for you guys to get your hands on this incredible free resource. So I want to ask this too, because I feel like this happens in, this has happened to me. It's happened to people that I know mm. um, where people are reading into every little thing. Mm. Yeah. It's like, oh, he, he looked at me when we walked, he, I walked into the room and then he looked at me for three seconds and then he sat down and then he smiled at me and then, and I'm like, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, take it easy. I feel like that. So <laughs> that oh my gosh, thing of like speaking to so many women right now, it's hilarious. I'm like, I, I feel like there would be so much stress relieved <laughs> if we could stop reading into every little thing and, and trying to break the code and <laughs> talking to our friends about it. Instead of doing all that, talk yeah. to the source. Yeah. So right? true. Like put yourself out there for a quick second, talk to the source and say, Hey, yes, I like you. Do you like me? If not, cool. Now you're clear, you can move on. And then now if it is, you don't have to do spend three months talking about whether or not the person likes you. Okay. So you're bringing up something that's a question I had actually. So women ask this all the time. How do I know a guy is interested in me? Here's the thing. <laughs> so, and, and so we have, we, we are not everything. difficult creatures to figure out. <laughs> we are not the ones that are. Cause so I, I would say, so for myself, if I like you, 
you will know. Mm. There is no code. Is it because you're going to tell them? Yes. Yeah. Like okay. I'm gonna, I am, I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna ask you out on a yeah. date. Like, and you don't have to figure it out, mm-hmm. right? Now, obviously, I do know that not all men do that. Mm-hmm. Like, there are guys who are gonna beat around the bush, and like, and I think that's what women have to figure out is, you know, do you want to be with a guy who is gonna be more of like, who isn't gonna be direct? Yeah, and and that, again, that doesn't make the guy. Like, that's not okay, and that makes him a bad person. Mm. It's just a woman, like, because what I've seen is women who then start relationships with that type of guy and then complain of, like, well, he doesn't lead, and he doesn't do this, and he doesn't take initiative. And it's like, well, you knew that from the get-go. Like, you got with a dude who (laughs) he didn't even want to ask you out. Like, you guys kind of fell into a relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. So don't act surprised when that's the way that he's behaving in the relationship, Mm, you know? That's good. So... Yeah, I, that's some truth right there. Honestly, sometimes I tell the truth. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, sometimes not. Right. No, just kidding. Half the time I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that though. Like I, and that's kind of the advice I tell women. Like, if the guy likes you for the majority, it's like he's gonna tell you. I, at least that's what I find for the most part. And if he's not, then you don't really want to be with that exactly. guy. At least for me, I don't because I'm like I want someone who's able to communicate their feelings and. Um, able to communicate in general right. and um, and I'm not here to try and convince him to like me. So if he's not doing anything about it, not saying anything, I'm going to do this. I mean, in tangent brings up the fact that I do think women can show their interest. Um, yes. And I, so in this scenario, I would show interest by dropping the hanky a la mm-hmm. whatever that looks like. Which is crucial for us. We need those little yes, signs sometimes. Ding, yeah. Hello. We need a little boost to say, okay, yes. yeah, the green light. And then... And then if nothing happens, okay, well, I'm not, that's okay. Yeah, move on. Nothing happened. But I'm not going to then just try to analyze every mood, move and be like, wait, but he maybe looked at me for a little more second this time and he smiled. And this time he sat at my same side exactly. as church service. So it's this like, means Lord, that, Jesus, no, yes. if if I drop the hanky and, and nothing has happened, it means that he might not be interested at that time. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And I think that's a great general rule of thumb. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like if you can follow that, a lot of people will have better sleep. <laughs> Seriously. So, but okay, that is the thing, right? So, women in general, and I love the ladies, and I get it because I used to be this woman, but they are terrified to show a guy interest. So, let's just get it out there right now. If a woman shows you that they're interested in some capacity, do you get overwhelmed? Is that too much? Like, is it? Is it? Because that's what I everybody asks. I just crumble. You You're like, like me? Why? <laughs> I don't get that. I really, I honestly don't understand that. It's yeah. like, are you overwhelmed by somebody saying that they like you? Why? And it's that's not like, even that they're saying they great... like you. They're just showing interest. Yeah. No, I mean, obviously, that's I, from my perspective, that's a great compliment. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> oh, thanks. Like, dope. Like. Now, obviously, what's hard is if you don't, you you can't reciprocate. Mm-hmm. Now, and as a as a guy who loves people, mm-hmm. what I don't like to do is make people like I don't want to make somebody feel bad. Mm. And then I, because I, I even the verbiage of that is tricky, right? Like I I understand that I can't make them feel bad, right? It's codependent, right? Otherwise, right? It's mm-hmm. it's me knowing that if I say no that that's going to be a thing that now can turn into something that's bigger and why don't you like me and did I do anything and mm-hmm. that's usually the stuff that I'm like uh oh, I don't yeah. want to deal with the aftermath yeah you know so the initial thing of like I like you nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. it's what comes after that yeah 
And that's actually, you know, the beauty of what I've learned more recent in more recent years is that we have to be okay being misunderstood. So telling someone I'm not interested and if they don't understand and if they're not okay with it, that's not on us to right. be honest. As long as we're handling it graceful and loving and kind and being truthful, like I can't control the way that person sees me. Right. I think that I just thought that was funny because it's like, hey, I like you. Well, I don't like you. And then you're like, I don't understand. What does that mean? <laughs> like, I just told you. Like, I, I don't like the same way. What are you trying to say? Um, <laughs> I, I got, there's nothing else to say. <laughs> okay. Right, like, if you don't understand that, there's a, some other there's some other problems we got to talk about. <laughs> but okay, so in general, it's okay for women to show a guy that they that she's interested. And I think in general, I always say to women. Nobody has a bad day when they find when someone finds out that they like them. You know, mm-hmm. if if I were to tell a guy that I have a crush on him or that I like him, like the worst that can happen is he doesn't really like me back. But what the worst thing is that like he doesn't like me back. That's okay. Right. It's not like I've ruined my reputation or I've totally made a fool out of Again, myself. He yeah. probably feels great about it. Honestly, so you I mean, just made his of, day. Hold on, what kind of brittle brother? <laughs> Is going to break down after somebody says, I like you. Again, is that the type of dude you want to be yeah. with? I well, told him I like him and he had an anxiety attack. <laughs> he didn't eat for two weeks. He's like, bro, wow, man. We need to talk about some stuff. Yeah, that's that's an issue. But that's what we've worked up in our minds. Like women are like, oh, it's too much. Or it's too much because I want the man to lead. But I do, I just think that like, what we end up doing is that us ladies sit across the room from a guy at church service, okay? It's a real thing. And I've seen the cute guy. And I know he exists. And every week I go back and I'm like, oh, there he is. Yeah. Oh, we kind of made eye contact. Right. Oh, I find out his name. Oh, I go on his Instagram and stalk him. And he still doesn't even know I exist. Right. But I'm making up in my mind that he sees me, that he knows I'm there. Eventually right. he'll come and talk to me. And it never is going to happen, most likely. Most like likely, most right. of the time, he doesn't even know who I am, probably. <laughs> right. right. And this you is can. just, I'm speaking on behalf of a lot of the church situations for women out there. And I'm like, you can't do that. You have to get, you can't, it's not fair to you. You've just formed right. a crush on someone that doesn't even know you exist. And you're expecting them to do something about it. And <laughs> it's, it's impossible. So they have to drop the hanky, they have to show some level of interest. Yeah. Show it. And then, and then see what happens. What do you guys, how do you guys like for a woman to show interest? Well, I don't know if there's a, I don't know if there's a general <laughs> rule of thumb. You know what I mean? I, so I, I guess one of the ways is I want, you know, there's the eye contact aspect of yeah. it. And there is just That's a good. general, like there's like the eye contact and yeah. a gentle smile. Yes. But it's like, you know what I mean? Like it's that little, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, right. <clears throat> and I guess the eye contact thing is there's a time limit on that <laughs> don't <You> be creepy <laughs> like i'm doing can't do right it now. 45 seconds <laughs> then it's like she gonna kill my rabbit one day i'm gonna come home it's gonna be in the stool <laughs> rabbit oh god yeah and the it can't be you have a rabbit. no i don't have a rabbit, okay. I don't have a rabbit. <laughs> and then that's from fatal attraction <laughs> oh okay. gotcha. yeah. she did that in the movie oh like, no i yeah. remember yeah, okay, that. Okay. yes yes and, and it can't be too short too because it might be just nice because like hey you know and then <laughs> So right, like there's. Yeah. Only, I wonder. I, I wish we could define three like seconds. It's a, it's a, or yeah, more. it's like a three point five second glance One, and the smile. Two, right, three. Um, okay. I would say I think that's one of the the best ways. Mm-hmm. Like it's that you know the eye contact and the smile. Outside of that, I would say, 
if a girl is asking other friends, mm. you know, I, I do think that's kind of a safe way is like mm. asking other friends. If because I so I'm making up in the church context. Yeah, you can do that, right? Like you can find somebody that knows that person, and then ask about them. Are they single? Like, would they be interested? Yeah. And you know, you can. You can do something that route. Yeah. Find out a little yeah. more. Do some yeah. recon. That's fine. Yeah. And then also, look, sometimes it's like from both parties, right? Mm-hmm. Have the guts to go up to them and say something that's really kind and right or flattering. Like, I really think you're, you know, a beautiful person. And um, let's go out. Let's go have some coffee. Let's let's hang yeah. out. Why can't you do that? I mean, women are intimidated by that. Let me be but real. But why? But I tell them like, okay, especially a lot of, some women are shy and insecure. And I know that the, there's a space for that. But like, you know, the person who's going to end up with whoever might be a little more shy, they're going to love that that person is a little more shy. They're right. going to love it. So embrace who you are. Be unashamedly who you are. But I'm like, you don't have to, it's not a marriage proposal. Just make contact with the person and show your a level of curiosity towards them. Exactly. And you're like, you could start with an indirect question i've talked about this before right and just like that was an amazing sermon we're talking about the church scenario <laughs> and wasn't it yeah and then you ask a question about what were your uh, five points that you took away from today's sermon <laughs> yeah. what are you gonna go apply to your life <laughs> okay now we now we're becoming the are you gonna bear some fruit tomorrow the life coach oh my goodness just we're, really judgmental <laughs> How are you serving others right now? And dying. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Oh, oh my goodness. And then, though, you follow up with a direct question towards them about something that has to do more about them. Like, Mm -hmm. and then it's like, you know, pay attention to what they're saying, bring it up the next time. You know, that's how you know. This is so, I mean, I feel like you're basically telling people how to be human. This is Here's real. how you are, a it's normal a human being. No, but Ask them a question. No, the people <laughs> I'm like, don't know oh my this. Gosh. But you're a guy. You do this way more than women, especially in the church, okay? Yeah. And this is like, I think there just has been a stigma that women, we can only be like these quiet, like we can't do anything. Um, and that's a real hyper generalization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do believe that like there's a level that we still can have, we have a voice and it's not like we still can, we do have a voice and we can show interest. And it, I mean, if you have the kind of, you know, gender role situation, complementary, and if that's what you desire, you still can have that by even showing interest to a man. Right. Like that is still totally able to happen that the man can still lead and all of whatever you want to happen, you know? And so I just am trying to encourage people more in general, like, let's not just sit around and wait for somebody to magically notice us that we have a crush on just, you know, Do something. Yeah, yeah. Show interest. Yep. Um, okay. So another thing that I just want to ask really quickly <laughs> is, do you believe that men and women can just be friends? Um, Wait a minute, are we friends? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. You know what I'm saying? But this is a question. Exact. No, exactly. See, and I believe it's possible. Yeah. Well, but, yeah, go ahead. But like, that's the thing is like, you just have to, again, pay attention to those emotional love tank things. Pay attention to your intention, how you're feeling. I really think that just communication, if you're ever experiencing something different, because I do believe a lot of times, like, especially with people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, one of my best friends on earth is a woman. Mm. And one of the things that we have to go through consistently is people like, well, why don't y'all get together? And why don't Mm. you get together? Because it is, it's like, people can't, they don't make sense of, oh, a man and a woman, they're just friends. Right. Impossible. Right. You know? Um, 
and what does that say about us mm. where like does everything have to be about that like right. does everything have to be about romance and you know finding um the person that you're going to marry or even like mm. being in a romantic relationship i think of course it's possible yeah. sure do you have to be mindful do you have to have conversations do you have to check mm-hmm. in yes yeah and and what better way to show up as a human being than to 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 basically be present yeah and you know what i mean yeah um now i do think at times it's difficult because people will say like well someone's always going to develop feelings Mm. um and sometimes that's true you know i mean sometimes it doesn't happen and so for that person who does develop feelings again talk about it Mm. you know and what a beautiful way to stay alive and grow so that you could say hey i'm in a vulnerable way like telling you that i i've developed feelings for you yeah um now you can say hey maybe we can't spend as much time together because my feelings pop up or maybe i need some time off and yeah you know there's a very mature appropriate ways to go about that mm-hmm. but i do think it's i not only is it possible i think it's necessary mm. for us in in the christian world again who espouse this idea that we are brothers and sisters in christ yeah if we can't be friends can we be brothers and sisters yeah no i mean i don't know i, I would say no <laughs> right? yeah, exactly it's checking in with your intention in the friendship being aware of where your heart's at having good communication but i agree like why does everything why does every relationship that i have with a guy have to be of romantic interest or vice versa you know what i mean yeah. like it it doesn't have to be that way yeah. um and in fact like i'll take it to the level of i've even been able to healthily get into friendship with guys I've dated as well. Yes. Yeah, um, whether or not it's from a short amount of time or somebody who was actually my boyfriend previously. Um, and that's actually possible. Um, and yeah. <laughs> it's possible. It's, and guess I think what? it's and, great. You know, what's crazy to me is like, does the Bible say all things are possible through Christ except for guys and girls being friends? <laughs> <laughs> that's good. <laughs> like, right. Like, no, it's like, yo, that's not that difficult at all. Yeah. Right. And if, and again, to me, I mean, part of it is like, if we have access to supernatural power mm. yeah and and we're supposed to basically say there's nothing that we can't overcome mm-hmm. then we can overcome this mindset that tells us well if this person doesn't like me back then I'm gone right you know or I yeah. can't be around them or or if we had a relationship previously then yeah. and again I think everybody has a different route and everybody can make different choices but I do believe that there's something very powerful and very mature Mm -hmm. about people who say, yeah, like we've been through that and look where we are now. Yeah. And I think the issue with that, with this is like, if you form a crush on a guy, for example, who ends up, you know, not liking you back the same way. I think if you be, if that is deeply hurting you, there's a bigger question there and a deeper issue that is really related to your identity and mm-hmm. where is your identity coming from? Is it, be, is it coming from needing that person to like you? I say this from deep experience. Cause that is what like a huge awakening I had to have of, you know, I had 10 years of back-to-back relationships from the age 14 to 24. And I realized when someone did reject me or didn't like me, even as a friend, I took it so deeply personal because my identity was rooted in needing validation mm-hmm. from men. Um, and constantly seeking after that. So if you are friends with a guy or vice versa and they don't like you the same way, 
it can it doesn't have to destroy you. Right. Um, and if it, if it is, then that's a <clears throat> deeper process of, well, wh- why and going and being curious and kind of on that journey of really taking what God's love is and taking that from your head to your heart and connecting that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, because I don't think that it has to destroy us. I do no. think that even if you go on a date or a few dates or even date that person for a few months, you can still have a good relationship with them after. Right. Yeah, because if somebody says no, you could walk away and be like, you're lost, buddy. But not in a spiteful way. Right, right. right. Like, it doesn't yeah. have to be like, you, you know, it can yeah. be like, you know, because I think that's the thing is when you are so secure and rooted in who mm-hmm. you are and what you're bringing to the table, the fact that, you know, your value is not dependent on anybody else's acceptance. Right. You know, or validation. Then you can you can walk away and be like, man, you don't know what you're missing or you can't see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's just like not a good fit. Like that's just okay. Not a good fit. Right. And honestly, that's every moment that that happens to me. It's God protecting us in some way because I don't want to end up with someone who whose heart isn't ignited to yeah. to be with me, and I don't want to have to perform or prove to that person. Well, you should like me, you don't or have you to convince should. Anybody. Right. Exactly. Okay, this has been such a fun and real conversation, Joe. I love it. So I ask everyone the same question. You know this one. Mm. But what is your final nugget of dating advice? So many nuggets. I got lots of nuggets right now. Throw the nuggets. All the chicken nuggets. Them chicken nuggies. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, I don't, I guess this is one of those things where I feel like a lot of people throw out stuff that isn't very helpful. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to out myself. I'm going to use a little bit of coaching terminology as a coach. I love it. And and basically out myself and say, I have low believability on this because um, obviously, like, I'm not in a marriage. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I've i had <laughs> um, my ups and downs with trying to figure out, like, how do I make this thing work? Mm-hmm. So I will say a couple things. So mm-hmm. it's not going to just be one nugget, <laughs> right? All right? I will say a couple things. The first thing is something that I already talked to you about which is um, what I'm applying to my life and and the way that I'm going to choose someone uh, in dating and basically moving from dating to marriage is not based on the good times with them, Mm. not based on the best version of themselves. Mm. I want to choose someone based on who they are at the worst of times Mm. when things aren't going well. That's how I'm going to make my decision because if I still want to passionately Mm. love this person as they show up in that version, mm. then I know we're we're gonna make it. Yeah, you know. That's good. So so that's like the first thing. I think the other thing where I see things get stale in mm. dating and even as they move into marriage is we we stop being curious. Mm. I, I think so we true. we we behave as if it's possible to fully know someone. And what if we behaved in a way where it's like, it's never possible to fully know someone because we're mm. constantly changing. We are yeah. growing. Mm-hmm. We're going through ups and downs. And I would say maintain a posture of unquenchable curiosity mm. with your significant other. Okay. You know what I mean? We're like, and I think you've, we've all heard that idea of like, mm. keep dating them. Yeah. Yeah. Ask them the same question that you asked them five years ago, because guess what? Today, there may be a new answer. Yeah. You know? Don't think you've cracked the code of this person that you're dating or the person that is your fiance or the person that is your husband or wife. Each and every day, approach them with a curiosity that I think will invigorate anything. 
That's so good because when you think about it, when we're getting to know ourselves, each year is so different. A year ago, I was like, gosh, I learned so much more about myself this year. So if that happens on an individual level, how much more does that happen when we're in relationship? Exactly. And if we're not paying attention, if we're not keeping that curiosity, we're missing out on being along in that journey alongside with them of also discovering those elements about them. Right. And and imagine if as a human being, if you're if you're always predictable, mm-hmm. then what does that say about you? You aren't growing. Yeah. And we don't like that. <laughs> well, I'm I'm right. Like because you said like checking in with yourself. Yeah. Like if you're always making the same choices, decisions, and you have the same mindset, you've mm-hmm. had it for 10 years, you've stopped growing. Yeah. You should have a different perspective. You mm-hmm. should have learned some new things. You should be consistently changing. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to understand that when it comes to the people that we're in relationship with, mm-hmm. like the same thing is going to happen on the other side. So stop behaving behaving as if you figured them out yeah, because you so haven't. Good. So good. I love that advice. All right, Joe, if people want to connect with you, where can they do that? Uh, they can connect with me on Hinge. I'm on the... <laughs> Boom. Yo, let's go. Online dating. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> I, like I actually hinge. had a hinge date the other day. We talked about that a little yes, bit. Yeah, it's I had good. Hinge date. So it was a good first day. I like hinge. Yeah. I use hinge too. This is not sponsored by hinge. No, but it's, I, did have a good I first almost hinge think day. it should be. Right? Come on. I, I get that guess, hinge money. I, <laughs> hinge, please get be listening. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Instagram, Johan Speaks. Mm-hmm. I have a website johanspeaks.com mm-hmm. you can also look me up. i have a youtube channel now that's that right I've been very consistent when yes, i'm coming out have. with a video every single week that's amazing google johan kalilian go on youtube <laughs> johan kalilian you'll see all my stuff and um yeah those are some of the places you can find me so good you're the best friend i'm so happy about this conversation wait are we friends uh, yes are we friends? We <laughs> is it possible friends. for us to be we friends? don't need to have a dtr after this <laughs> Boom, yes. yes we okay, know awesome. where we stand with yes, one another awesome, awesome. i will let you know if there's any confusion pound it boom mm. <laughs> Even though we are underneath the blankets, we're not. No, oh my gosh, you better stop that. We are not everybody. We are not. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. In case you guys have, look, if your audience by now, it doesn't, doesn't know, know jokes. That, like they just, yeah, got, they got deeper it. Issues. You're gonna do another episode on like y'all need to take it easy. We just gotta breathe a Love little bit. Jesus, Let's just that's why you single because you can't take it easy and take a joke. <laughs> Let go. Oh, Just let word. go. Stop being so uptight. I'm sweating over yeah, here. Stop taking <laughs> yourself so seriously. Thank you. That's the For other sure. nugget. Stop For taking sure. yourself so right. serious. Stop you know? so, it ain't that serious. And awkward is cute. That's my other new thing. I'm like, just yes. if you're awkward, it's fine. Awkward I'm cute. awkward all the time. Awkward is cute. Is I want true. that on a t shirt. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and I would say, too, is like, make a fool out of yourself. Like, just do things that you're like, you know what? I just made a fool of myself. And like, see how you feel. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Okay. We're going to end it here. You're the best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. So in conclusion today, friends, stay real. Embrace your own awkward. Take the pressure off. Check your intentions. And be willing to have honest and life-giving conversations, even if they're sometimes uncomfortable. I hope you all felt so inspired by this fun and rad combo with Joe today. And one of my favorite things that he said was at the end when he said to stay curious. We behave as though it's possible to fully know someone, but what if we behaved in a way to know that it's never fully possible to know someone because we're constantly growing and changing? 
Joe said to maintain a posture of unquenchable curiosity with your significant other. Keep dating them. Ask them questions. Ask them the same questions the next year. I love this so much. Joe's just so inspiring. Love him so much. So I hope y'all will go and connect with him on Instagram at at Speaks. I cannot be more thankful for your support of the Heart of Dating podcast. I am blown away by your rankings, reviews, messages, all of it. If you want to be a part of our inner circle and support what we are doing, we encourage you to pledge any dollar amount that you want on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash heartofdating. Also, if you like this podcast, would you please consider giving us a review? It helps us immensely and we cannot thank you more. Until next time, friends.